Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources here on a Thursday. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. And it's amazing how many important, impressive, amazing things have happened on this date in history. We kicked off the show by talking about uh, the amazing events in Tiananmen Square, how a, a single man stopped an army, literally. Uh, and what what kind of courage does it take to to do that? What kind of commitment, what kind of uh, understanding of the moment uh, does that take? We talked about that on this date, June 4th, 1919, the 19th Amendment w- was passed, uh, providing the right to vote for all, and uh, how important that is. We even got a little schoolhouse rock in there to celebrate uh, women's right to vote, and uh, so many great celebrations are coming as it relates to the 19th Amendment throughout the rest of this year. We'll continue to monitor those. Uh, And it just so happens that uh, two really significant people in my world uh, were also born on this day. Well, that was quite the selection there, Kellyanne. Very well chosen. A special rendition of Happy Birthday to You. Uh, First, to my wife, Debbie. It is her birthday today. I won't tell you how many, uh, but it is a number. I can give you, I can confirm that. It is a number. She is another year older and wiser. Uh, And I'll tell you, whenever I do uh, introductions, uh, if I'm uh, emceeing an event or doing an introduction uh, to someone, uh, it's easy to go through an introduction based on somebody's biography or their resume. And I always like to introduce people by their principles. And if I had to give uh, my wife, Debbie, a shout out on her birthday, uh, the principles are really simple. It's grit and grace. But a big happy birthday to Debbie. Grit and grace, I think, are are just the two things that are extraordinary. She comes from the farm up in southeastern Washington. Uh, she learned the grit, the hard work, the perseverance, the patience that all of that takes. Uh, but then the extraordinary grace uh, that she has that has made such a difference. And uh, so big happy birthday to Debbie today. Also, it is a happy birthday to Utah's senior Senator Mike Lee today, also born on June the 4th. And a big shout out to Senator Lee. Uh, and again, you could go through his resume. Uh, I would give the the principles that drive uh, the good senator from the state of Utah. Uh, he is authentic and he is the best listener I've ever met. Uh, and most people don't think about that when they think of someone in politics. 
Uh, he listens in an extraordinary way. It's a gift I think he got from his dad, Rexley. Uh, in fact, most of the uh, pictures, even though Rexley was the Solicitor General under Ronald Reagan, uh, appeared and spoke and argued in front of the Supreme Court more than anyone in history, most of the photos you see of Rexley uh, and even the statue uh, of Rexley at Brigham Young University are of him listening. And uh, his son, Mike Lee, our senior senator, whose birthday it is today, uh, developed that gift, uh, watched that in uh, an amazing way back in Washington, and uh, grateful for his service to our state and to the nation. So those are two extraordinary people on this date. Uh, and so, as with everything, the, the test of principles is how we live them and what we do with them. And I have long talked about on this program uh, that America is really good at moments, and we are less good at movements. And so here we are in the wake of another tragedy. We've demonstrated as a country, once again, our ability to quickly come together. We can have a moment of unity. We can have a moment of mourning and reflection. Uh, we can cry. We can pray. We can march. We can demonstrate. We can give support for the victims and the survivors. And we can raise monies and memorials for causes. Uh, we can unite in our anger and frustration. And we can do all of those things. So we've been we've gotten really good at that. And you can think of different moments uh, in our history where we've done that really well. But it seems to be, to me, that we are less able these days to foster sustainable movements. Uh, moments aren't hard to engage in. Again, we come together. We, we react. We donate. We do those things. Uh, but the moment passes. It always passes. And then what do we do? Do we just go on with our busy lives? And often I think as a nation we're, we're a lot like, uh, well, I, I won't confess that I ever do this, but a lot of times when you're on the freeway you can get going a little fast, uh, but then maybe you, you hit a little patch of slick highway or you come up upon an accident, and for a moment, for a moment, everything changes. You slow down. You proceed with caution for the next few miles. And then as that moment, that accident gets further and further into your rear view mirror, you start speeding up again. And before you know it, you're, you're back doing what you were doing before. As a country, think of all the moments we've had, even just recently. I mean, you could go through just the, the tragic shootings from Columbine, Sandy Hook, Virginia Tech, uh, Marjorie Stone Douglas High in Florida, uh, the, the tragic killing last week of George Floyd. But we failed, we have failed as a nation to transform those kind of moments into movements. It's hard. You got to have hard conversations, deep thinking. And in order to really have a movement take hold, uh, we got to make sure that we set the politics aside, that we set the opportunistic folks aside from across the spectrum. There's many who are profiteers in all of these tragedies and these moments. And so following this George Floyd tragedy, we've got to be careful that we don't just reflexively act to do something or anything so we feel better for a moment. We cannot, we must not, as a nation, as a community, as a society, we cannot confuse the current motion with forward movement. It takes more. It's much harder. So what are we going to do? The one thing we cannot do is allow 
many in our nation's capital to convince us that we're just too divided as a nation to deal with it. And remember, when Congress does that, when they say, well, we're just too divided to to deal with this issue or that, we're just giving them an excuse to do nothing. So we need leadership. Talking to Joel Peterson, we need leadership. We need to square our shoulders, not shrug them. We need to engage full-on, deep dive, not a civil war, a civil debate. And we should start that right here in the state of Utah because we know how this is to be done. I'm Boyd Matheson, the opinion editor at the Deseret News. It is great to be with you today on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And I just remind you as you go out into the world today and every day, make sure that you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and get some forward movement. Today, do something that makes a difference. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.